What's going on? And welcome in to your favorite podcast in the world. It's the That Being Said Podcast with your boys, Sammy. And me, George Jordan. We're coming at you recorded indirect from the Sant Hub. How are we doing today, Sam? Living good, living life. It's Friday afternoon. Um, we talked NFL games. We talked a little bit about the Cowboys and the Knicks, the parallels between David Fisdale for the Knicks getting fired. The parallels, wow. And the Cowboys, Amer- two of America's top brands in in shambles. Look at these words amusing. Um, wow. Yeah, and then we talked about NFL games this week, our bets, and the top five conference uh, championship games in college football. Beautiful, man. Uh, everyone enjoy the podcast, and uh, just let you know, me and Sammy, for the first time ever, went got win four out of five in college football as having in the same picks in yeah. agreement. Yeah. yeah, I'm zero for zero so far. Yeah, me too. In the bets. Much love. Episode 588. Like always, check us out at sonsports.com. That's S-O-N-T sports.com. Like and review the pod. And uh, we appreciate you guys. So this is Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio. Redefined. Enjoy the podcast. Happy Friday afternoon, George. Hey, happy Friday afternoon, my man. Happy championship weekend. Championship weekend. Just a good weekend overall in general because it is a football weekend. Um, All right. We're on a time crunch today, but we did, you know, we gave gave the people some heat this week. We gave them, I think, a podcast on Tuesday. Tuesday, yes. And on Wednesday, we gave them a Seattle Seattle podcast. And today you're getting your NFL and college football pod, so... We're doing our best. We got to get a we got to get an NBA pod out soon, but we're we're trying to give trying to give people uh, some love here. Absolutely, man. Um, big weekend, getting ready for it. Uh, last night, Bears and uh, Cowboys played. <sighs> man, Cowboy fans must be. Yeah, I mean the memes are everywhere. I mean, I don't know. Have to tell you how they actually feel. They don't feel good. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, the. Obviously, everybody feels like Jerry Jones should be fired. I mean, not Jerry uh, Jones. Sorry, uh, Jason Garrett. Uh, a lot of people probably feel like Jerry Jones should fire himself too. <laughs> so, uh, I, I think he's doing a fine job. Yeah, he actually built one of the best rosters in the NFL as an old man who isn't necessarily a real GM. That's a good he's point. Built one of the best rosters in the entire NFL. Drafts fine. Him and his son, basically, who runs that. It's the coaching that's the problem. And I think we're in a weird point in life. For the last twenty years, since the nineties. Probably the biggest franchise in basketball in the Knicks. I know the Lakers are probably bigger because of championships in the Celtics. But, like, really, like, if somebody flew into America and to New York City and Madison Square Garden, like, the New York Knicks are like that staple yeah. right, in America. I mean, maybe we can we can see here nitpick. But one, two. Lakers, yeah. Knicks. So it's what, the what, Knicks. Yeah. I say it's the Knicks. Cool. And the colors. The Knicks just fired their head coach right now before this podcast, David okay. Fisdale. They're going to be on their – I just – Tweeted that out. I think it's their 13th coach in 18 seasons. Wow. Um, they've been a disaster. And on the other end, while the Cowboys have had the same coach for the last, I think, eight, nine years, that's that one is for sure America's team. We know that. Yeah, that's that America's one, team that's in America's football. Team. Also going through a crisis. Hasn't won a championship since the 90s. Hasn't like been that successful, actually, since the 90s. And we have two of the premier franchises in America going through identity crisis. Yeah, and both of them are going to be looks like open jobs. So um, I don't know about the Cowboys. Maybe Cowboys, we say that a lot. Yeah, I know so. the Cowboys could be an open job, and if it is, Sammy, I think it'd be just perfect for you. You you're a little bit more basketball knowledge than I am. You can take the Knicks head coaching job, and I'll take the Dallas Cowboys head coaching job. 
I'd love that. Yeah, perfect. Let's do it. Yeah. And, we'll still, and we'll still do this pod. I, I, won't, I won't be losing by 40 to the Nuggets, and I don't think you should be losing to Mitch Trubisky and the Bears. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky's tough. That was, um, speaking of Mitch Trubisky, nice little comeback game for him. Yeah, two games in a row. Two games in a row. That's pretty good. Let's move on to Sunday, though. All right. So we are on a time crunch, but we have to, you have to mention the Cowboys. So yeah, I had to. I appreciate yeah. you mentioning that. And then the, we have to mention Fizdale getting fired. That's kind of big. Yeah, game. that was a good segue. Yeah. Mentioning uh, Sunday. Here we go. Me and George are, because we said we're on a time crunch, we're trying to do our college football picks as well, which is like basically the five big championship games. I mean, there's Memphis, Cincinnati. They just played like last week, which yeah. is funny. I think we um, probably both can't name one player on either team. No. <laughs> um, NFL bets. Um, let's just go one by one. If you have the same bet, say it. And if there's any of the big games we missed, we'll bring them up. All right, cool. So do you want to go first? Sure. My first game... I don't even want to hear the criticism about this one because I know it's the wrong bet, but I'm just going for it. What is it? Buffalo plus six at home against Baltimore. All right. Um, the reasoning behind this, if there's – Buffalo might be – not, I don't know all the statistics. Might be the best defensive football, if not one, two, or three, right? right. Somewhere in that range. I mean, fuck! Somebody's gonna slow him down once. Like that's this, and I, you know me, I'm a Lamar Jackson believer now. He's he's having I, literally I one of the best seasons of all time for a quarterback. I completely agree. Um, but in Buffalo, it's gonna be it's probably gonna be cold. I'm assuming 40 degrees, not that bad. Not too bad. Um, and Baltimore's cold too. Okay, but it's in Buffalo. That might be a real tough game. If there's any tough games left on this man's schedule, this has got to be one of them. One of the best defenses in the league in Buffalo, New York. So. I'm taking a fucking shot in the dark and just taking Buffalo plus six. Plus, as you know, I am a little bit more of a buff- Buffalo believer than maybe most. I, although a lot of people got on board after last week's Cowboy win, but now we see the Cowboys are yeah. really not the Cowboys we thought they were. Fair enough. Uh, I didn't actually take this bet originally. I just changed it. And I, the more I think about it, I, I actually was thinking about changing this bet, and I'm doing it now. I'm going with the Ravens minus six. I heard something today. That's just not even fun. Why? Just go against me like that. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, I actually had, uh, I'll tell you, I had the Broncos, uh, Houston game, Houston minus nine, but like. That's just sketchy. It's sketchy. And the reason I'm taking the Ravens is I heard today on Bill Simmons' podcast, and I should have looked this up, DVOA, which is, you know, uh, basically based on analytics and stuff. Ravens have the highest DVOA since the 2007 Patriots right now. So. They are really damn good. I think th- you do got to take in there. Actually, I'd say this to the Patriots too, but the Ravens have the first like eight games were pretty. They had the easiest schedule in the NFL first eight games. Eight. Yeah, and no, I'm saying 2007 Patriots. I know. I said the Ravens. Had oh, the okay. I thought, you were t- oh, I thought you were just like, t- the Ravens had the easiest schedule? They, I think, the top three easiest schedule in the first eight games of the year. Okay. Oh, first eight games. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but since then, I think they've beaten the Seahawks, the Patriots, and who was the team they beat? 49ers. 49ers. There we go. Yeah, I was like, the other day, uh, the 49ers. And now the Bills, another team with a really good record. So I'm taking the Ravens minus six. I believe in Lamar Jackson and this team. And I mean, you talked about it last week, and it seems like now. I guess this one we're talking about a little more than most of them, just because it's one of the bigger games. Um, I heard on Colin Cowherd's show today too. Yeah, it's or was it yesterday? Lamar Jackson and Josh uh, Allen have kind of separated themselves from the rest of his quarterback class. They have, although once again, I'm always going to be this type of guy. I think we all need to take a. Chill pill on um, Darnold in, in Mayfield. Mm-hmm. We're talking about dysfunctional organizations. We're talking about year two. Just like last night, you see Trubisky, all of a sudden he's good for two weeks. And then what did you say? 
That's why you don't give up on quarterbacks when they're t- 24 years old. Yeah, exactly. like, Oh, yeah, I'm not giving up on anyone. I just think right now they've separated the, themselves so far. That's true. But when people say that, I think they mean it in the sense of, like, they've really separated themselves. But, like, have they? Would you be shocked? Like, the most shocked human in the world if Sam Darnold has a 10 times better career than Josh Allen. No, of course exactly. not. No, you know? just, yeah, just through two years, I mean, they've separated they have, themselves. But, but in the reasoning behind that, though... Is organizations. Not just organizations. It's not just that. Because... There's bad organizations that sometimes have decent years, like yeah. the Redskins, right? They made the playoffs with Robert Griffin and stuff. You got to remember, when Cleveland drafted Mayfield, what what pick were they in the NFL draft? First pick. And when Sam Donald got picked by the Jets, what pick were they? Second or third, I yep. forget. Where was Josh Allen? Like Seventh or eighth. Seventh or eighth, and that team was rebuilding. And then where was Lamar Jackson? 32nd. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah better no, 100%, teams 100%. NFL. 100%. That plays a role sometimes. Of course. Depends. But uh, Lamar Jackson, obviously, I think, would have been succeeding in any of these situations because... Whatever he has going on is amazing. Um, only reason I'm really hyped is you did take, you did go against me with Buffalo last week. Yeah. So I have a feeling now. If, the, if Buffalo wins, it's going to be really real. Uh, I'm next. Yep. Um, we'll save the big game for later. Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay minus three versus the Indianapolis doing. Colts. That's mine too. Uh, oh, you're, you're on it too. Yeah. Minus three? Minus three, yeah. Hey, the Buccaneers, man. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs or not. But. Way to get hot late. Jameis Winston also, Sammy. They said that he's not for sure coming back next year as head coach. He has a lot to prove here. He's playing for a job, and that job he's going to go out and take. Now, he's also auditioning today. Because I know Jacoby Brissett's all right, but would you be completely shocked if the Buccaneers moved off Jameis Winston that the Colts might be a destination? I'd be absolutely shocked because they have Jacoby Brissett on a three-year deal that's going to be – it's at a good price. And Jacoby Brissett is doing okay. just as fine as Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston's been great statistically great. outside of the interceptions, but the interceptions is obviously a huge, a huge problem. Yeah. So, yes, I'd be absolutely shocked if the Colts, who have been recently trying to be a really stable organization mm-hmm. with a smart GM, um, would move off of Jacoby Brissett and go to Jameis Winston, who has some legal issues, who has interception issues. I would be... Him and yeah, I'd him be, and the I, owner would get along well. I would be exact more reason I'd be <laughs> extremely shocked. If, I don't even think that's an option. All right, fair I don't enough. know where you came up with this, but in your head, fair enough. I don't know. I don't know where you came up with this one, but I'm I taking the buff, Bucks because I do think this team should be more of a six and six team right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a seven and five team. Um, I'm hoping the end of the year about eight and eight. I'm actually. In, my biggest concern is the fact that Jameis is now auditioning for the job. That's actually more of a concern for me because that means going aggressive yeah it's gonna be more ridiculous throws coming our way so that's my only issue but if he has two or three weeks to prove himself and i think he will actually because he's been good enough to keep his job fair enough um both two bets in minus three tennessee at oakland this this was one of my games that i almost took and i just uh, now i'm glad i didn't take it you want to know why before you give me your reason sammy when you bet on the AFC South, bad things happen. I, I won one on the Houston Texans this year. Okay. <laughs> That's um, good. <laughs> I've taken a three- or four-week hiatus on the AFC South. and um, But there's something different about this AFC South now. You want to know what it is? Brian Tannehill at quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. The Tanny train. The Tanny train. Sure, yeah. The Tanny train, I guess. Okay. The Tanny train. Um I think this Oakland team is now going to hit their kind of low of the season because mm-hmm. I think they've kind of been exposed a little bit. And the Titans are they 
they're this team that we've always thought like, damn, maybe they're one of the best teams in the NFL for the last like two or three years. Yep. But we've obviously seen what's held them back is an instant inconsistent quarterback in Marcus Mariota. And Tannehill's not that much better than Marcus Mariota, but his ability to be a little bit better and right. make less mistakes has allowed the Titans to be a really fucking good football team. And I, I'm taking the Titans um, minus three. I completely agree with you on this bet. I just stayed away from it because it was like my sixth or seventh. I feel you. Um, so it's my turn now. Yep. Jacksonville Jaguars plus. Well, it depends on where you got it. I got a three right now. Let's see. It's okay, it's three. three. If you run it at three, three, we know. I wrote at three. Yeah, <laughs> Jacksonville plus three at home against the LA Chargers. Uh, I think this Chargers team is a lame duck walking. I just don't feel like they have the energy. I don't feel like they're playing for anything, and I feel like at some point they just quit on their head coach. So I like Jacksonville for rookie quarterback. To go in, they're all trying to prove something. They're also playing for auditions more. Um, I, I mean, Gardner Minshew is playing for an audition to see if he's going to be the quarterback next year if they're going to draft someone. Give me some Gardner Minshew mania coming back. Jacksonville plus three. I don't like this one. Um, I actually think there's another guy that's a better quarterback that's auditioning for a job, and his name is Philip Rivers. I don't think he's really auditioning. He's auditioning. He's, he's auditioning. They're not. He's not for sure going to be the quarterback of the Chargers next year. He's auditioning for his career at this point. Um, this Chargers team, the reason I don't like this is I feel like this is the same shit every year. The, I, I, I just feel like they're going to be that random-ass team that goes off on a four-game winning streak to end the season. They're going to end 8-8 eight and eight and be somewhere in that little last playoff spot potentially because they seem to do that every year. And so I that's why I stayed away from this. I don't like what's going on in Jacksonville with like the changing of quarterbacks every Two weeks. That's so fair. that's my only reasoning behind that. I think both these teams are kind of playing like with lame duck energy though. Like and I feel like they're both emotionally checked mm-hmm. out. You're right. Yeah, that's how I feel. But I feel both of them are. So I feel, to me it's Jacksonville's right. just as checked out. That's the only problem. Fair enough. Minus one. Seattle. Minus one. At the Rams. Um I, I'm the line's at even now. So I'm, I'm gonna take it at even. I thought you said we have to take whatever we took yesterday. That's what I said. You took the better line. Are you joking? I said take what you whatever you run. No, out. it was. Just, I saw three and a half, and I took three. You Plus. can take three and a half if that's what the bet is. That's not a saying. I was okay. saying whatever you wanted at. Keep going. Uh, having it. The Seahawks are a better football team. I, I, mean, I don't know how many times we've seen this Rams, and I don't care if it's on the road. I don't care if the Seahawks won by a missed field goal, or oh my god, if the Niners didn't do this, they wouldn't have won that game, or if the Eagles made one more play, they would have won the game. At the end of the day, I feel like there's a hundred reasons we can try to make reasonings why the Seahawks shouldn't be ten and two, but they're ten and two. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a person who's born and raised in Seattle and has watched this team for the last eight years with Russell Wilson, I think you can attest to this. No matter how good they've been, they've always been like this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the one thing I would why I'd caution people making this bet in general and why I didn't take this bet at all was because I really the Rams are playing for their playoff lives. That that's the only reason. Meanwhile the Seahawks, yeah, they're playing for, you know, seeding and all that, but I think the Seahawks could afford to lose one game and then go again and beat San Francisco and you got that seeding thing. I'm not saying this is in the back of the players' heads. I'm just saying this is literally do or die for the Rams. So they're throwing the kitchen sink at you. This is this is the best Rams team you're gonna get. Yeah, see I um, I I you know how you said you don't think it's in the back of players' heads. Yeah, I do think it's in the back of the players' heads, and I think 
what's in the back of the Seahawks' heads is the fact that e- the the 49ers play the Saints. Mm-hmm. So if the 49ers win and you lose, you're now a game back and you're behind New Orleans still. Yeah. If the Saints... Uh, if, if you win and the 49ers win, let's say, you've now moved into first place in the, in the entire NFC. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of implications. We're talking about a CX team that could fall to almost a six seed on the road in Dallas or on the road in um, Green Bay in yeah. the playoffs compared to a bye week and home field advantage. I think the Seahawks are playing every single game like it's a playoff game in the back of their minds until there's a day where they can take the foot off the gas. But... That's just how I'm seeing it, but it is. It's always going to be a hard game going to LA. Fair, it's fair not going to be. And you are right. The Rams are playing for their playoff. Yeah, lives. That, that's the only reason I stayed away from it. Uh, speaking of team playing for their playoff lives, they got the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at road home Arizona minus two and a half, and I call it road home because you know um, Arizona is one of those places. Phoenix, a lot of retirees, a lot of transplants, and the Pittsburgh Steeler fans have, for some reason, have always. I remember this just because of the Super Bowl a few years ago when Pittsburgh and always Arizona bunch played. Of bitches, huh? Is that what you're gonna say? No, I was gonna say they were talking about how a lot of people who live in Arizona are Pittsburgh Steeler fans. I believe that it's just like one of the major pockets of cities, and Pittsburgh fans are you know everywhere, obviously. But Arizona tends to be one of the places where there's a lot of them. So I'm saying that's why I said a road home game for Pittsburgh. It's on the road at Arizona, minus two and a half, playing for their playoff lives um, versus the Arizona team that. Started playing good in the middle of the season, but kind of tailed off towards the end. Pittsburgh, Sammy, if they win this game with the Duck guy, will be eight and five. Mike Tomlin better get coach of the year if they win this game. If yeah, they go to eight and five. I think Kyle Shanahan's going to win coach of the year because they came fun. out of nowhere. Yeah, um, I feel like the coach of the year. It's, it's like a lot of other awards. Right. They're not necessarily. They don't go by the meaning of it. No, like, I know. It's like, oh, great record, new team with a great record, you win. But really, the coach of the year, yeah, I agree, is Mike Tomlin. Like Shanahan, you have a much better roster and a stability right now. But it's because it's his first time winning. He'll get it. True. Uh, in my opinion, he I, it could be actually Tomlin. But I agree with you. He is the coach of the year. This team shouldn't be eight and five, cycling through the third quarterback, losing Antonio Brown like last year. Like today, they don't have a top running back and Le'Veon yep. Bell. They've gone through so much drama the last two years. He's done an amazing job. Um, my biggest concern with them, which is funny for me to say this because when you find out my next bet, it's going to be like the exact same problem, but I still took him. Um, it's hard, for, you know, betting on a quarterback like Hodges is is difficult because you. I know you wouldn't be shocked if, you know, Kyler Murray had a phenomenal game and outplayed him. I would not be shocked. Yeah. And uh, speaking of betting on bad quarterbacks. This is your fifth bet? Yeah, I'm taking the Giants plus nine and a half at Philly. I have a weird feeling. And I'm not that they're going to win. Actually, I do have a weird feeling they're going to win. But I I do in a weird way, too. I feel like the Giants are going to go in with Eli Manning in Philadelphia. He's going to have a fucking awesome game and win. He's been rested for a while. I just, I think the storyline, something's going on in this NFC East. You have the six and seven Cowboys. I think somehow at the end of this week, the Cowboys are still going to be in first place at Mm -hmm. six and seven. You're going to have the Eagles losing another game. It's just going to be one of these weird storylines. And Eli Manning's going to win. I don't I, hate this bet, by the way. It's not a bad bet, but it's the no. fact I'm betting on the Giants in Philadelphia. You know Eli Manning funny? just sounds wrong. I, I think the, the game's going to end in a tie. Like, Eli Manning now in his career is exactly 500. There's no way they're going to ruin that for him. No, ended in a win. Or how about they end in a loss? You can't go below 500. You got to be at least 500 or better. Do they keep playing him? 
I'm kidding, by the way. And I'm gonna win. Last bet for me: uh, San Francisco minus two and a oh. half at New Orleans. Um, I just think San Francisco is a better or plus two and a half in New Orleans. Sorry, I, uh, I, I think San Francisco is just a better team than the New Orleans Saints. I, I think the Saints have really they haven't really looked very crisp uh, since Drew Brees. Since Drew Brees has been back, although I, they have been winning, they have been winning. Just haven't looked crisp. They lost to the Falcons. Um, I just think San Francisco is a better team than New Orleans. Yeah, I actually <sighs> think the number one seed is going to come down to Week Seventeen, Seahawks. San Francisco winner takes the number one seat, loser falls all the way to fucking five. I I took San Francisco in like a little pick'em leagues yeah. and stuff. They were like this was a my sixth or seventh bet, like unconfident confidence. Like, yeah, not like six or seven in the low side, but my sixth six or seven favorite. favorite. Um, I just my biggest concern is exactly what you just said though. Is I feel like everybody, including. Vegas, because that's why New Orleans is only two and a half, yeah. is talking about the fact that, like, oh, they've been a little slow since Drew Brees came back. But, I mean, they've lost one game since he's been back. Yeah, one game. And so it's like... Maybe two? No one. What was the record? I don't think they were... They weren't undefeated without him. Oh, okay, they have two losses. Still. Yeah. Okay, yeah. One so, game. I mean, this team's still phenomenal. That's my biggest concern. That's why I kept stayed away, just because both these teams are really fucking good. And I think everybody, including me... Mm-hmm. Has been a little way too off on New Orleans, mm-hmm. so it scares me that like maybe they're a lot better than we're taking account for. Fair enough. It's very possible. Uh, one more game. Yep. Yeah, uh, you're betting one more. No, or? No, no. Okay. Just yeah. Chiefs Patriots. I just saw a tweet right now. Um, this is Belichick's finest artwork. Forty-eight hours before kickoff, they still don't have a fucking kicker on the t- roster. Yeah, I was wondering about that because then they cut their kicker. Yeah, they, they still, still don't have a kicker. <laughs> They'll find one. I know. It's just funny to me. Like, like Belichick is hilarious. That means they have somebody in the organization I, that can kick. Or, or they have a kicker they're going to sign. They know. Yeah. But Belichick's just messing with people. Yeah, he's not trying to say it. For, he Or he's he's one of those guys with weird juju. He's like, I'm not going to say it because what if somebody picks him up? Right. So Or maybe they just go no kicker and just say, screw it. They're not going to go no quicker. Um, maybe, Gronk, maybe Gronk is coming back to kick. You know that would have been a funny joke if Gronk's not if Gronk was eligible to come back. I know he's I ineligible know. to come back. Which that is, would have been a good one. Which though. is kind of weird. Like, why is he ineligible? Because you shouldn't have people deciding to come back week sixteen. Like, but you can go pick, but you can pick up a free agent week sixteen. Yeah, because he like filed for retirement, then unfiled, I and you have like a tender. It's not weird at all. It's it's. I mean, it makes sense to me. I don't think it's weird at all. Like. Because if he wants to play, they're pretty much just saying, like, okay, come back with two weeks, three weeks left, like, if you fucking want to play. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be, if you actually kind of come back, it shouldn't take to week 16. <laughs> no, I agree with that. It's just weird that free agent, like, if he didn't, if you just said, like, I'm a free agent and didn't retire, well, he'd come I back. think he was under contract with the Patriots. That's why. Like, oh, okay, because he he's still on free agent. So he's not a free agent. Okay, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair. I mean, to me, it's just weird. To you, it's not. Um, all right, that's all we got for football. We're going to have to go seven minutes on college football, George. All right. Let's um, do it. We don't need a break. No break? All right. Oof. Let's just do this. Oh, my uh, God. That caught me off guard. Let's start with tonight's game. Yeah. Um, I'm taking Oregon. So am six I. Six and a half against Utah in the Pac-12 championship game. Let me just throw out the – I'm going to throw out the seeds. You have the number five Utes, the Utah Utes. So if they win, this is a very high chance of making the playoffs. They did not get creative naming the Utah. They did not. Utah Utes. And you have the Oregon Ducks at 13. Winner for the Pac-12 and Utah potentially a playoff spot. I was, This is my one comment. I'll let you go too. 
I have Utah winning mm-hmm. by a minute. I think they're going to win with a game-winning field goal, and I think they're going to. They're, I think they're going to make the college football playoffs. All right, I got Oregon winning this game, and I have Utah missing the playoffs. A close game. Well, I mean, if they lose, they're obviously, well, obviously yeah. <laughs> still, and I have Utah still, still in the playoffs. Utah. Shocker. That's all I got. Um, why Oregon? Just think they're a better team. I just think they're a better football team in Utah, who plays in that week South. It's up to seven now. If you want it, nice. I'll take it at seven. Let's move that. Let's before move before we make our graphics for today. Perfect. Seven. Right. Beautiful. Next up, Cincinnati. I'm just kidding. Fuck Cincinnati versus Memphis. What's the spread on that, by the way? Memphis nine and a half. All right, I'm taking Memphis nine and a half. Nice. Cool. I took Cincinnati two weeks ago when they played. Did you lost a bet? No. Okay. So, so fuck, fuck Cincinnati. Fuck them. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna save the SEC to last. Okay. That's the best game. Let's go with the. Oh, they're gonna go in order. Baylor, Oklahoma, but it's okay. I forgot about that. Baylor, Oklahoma. I actually did forget about did that. You really? Sorry. Yeah. Um, I got Oklahoma minus nine. I got Oklahoma minus nine as well in making the college football playoffs. I think they're a better team than Baylor. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the committee does here. Like, I know they don't want to put Baylor in the playoffs. I, if I they win, you're saying? If they win and, like, Georgia gets blown out by LSU, you kind of have to put Baylor in the playoffs as long as Utah loses, of course. You kind of have well, to. I mean, my, and the thing is, I mean, Baylor's one loss is to Oklahoma. So if they have a redemption, then you're saying like we're basically we beat every team we played this year. Yes, yeah, so right. That's that's the biggest issue there too. It's not like they, they're not one of those teams that lost to uh, fucking like what well, Utah lost to Colorado or something, right? Something like they that. they lost. They're the number seven team in the nation. They lost to the number six team. And exactly. if they beat them, then you're basically saying. With the second matchup in preparation, like we were the better football team, yeah. so and they might have been the better football team the first time they played. They blew it twenty eight to three. Yeah, right? which so. sometimes is not even. That sometimes that's just fucking shit. Luck. Yeah, that's momentum. There's a lot of things with there. Yeah, I, I'm very interested for both teams. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see what the fuck does a win do because even with Oklahoma, it's not a guarantee they're in with a win. Fair enough. Um, okay, let's. Just, I mean, I want to save Georgia LSU to last. Time. Okay, perfect. Um, Me too. I'm taking. Let's go to Clemson. We have number 23, Clemson, mm-hmm. versus number three. Uh, sorry, number 23, Virginia, versus number three, Clemson. Um, I'm taking Virginia plus 28 and a half. So am I. We're three for three. Three for three. This is weird. Here's the thing. Yes, Clemson's going to win. But I think it's going to be around a 21 to 28-point game. And if it is like a 28-point game, you're going to see Virginia maybe score a late-time touchdown. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. It's going to be... Uh, Cool. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't have much about this game. I think Clemson wins with ease, but like yeah. they can win by 28, and that's by 42-14. Well, here it is. If Virginia does win, by the way, that would be the biggest shock of championship weekend, the biggest yeah. upset, and Clemson will not make the playoffs. With Virginia? <laughs> on to the next game. Um, 5 o'clock game. We have number one Ohio State undefeated, some people claiming the best team in college football history. Um, against number eight, Wisconsin. We might go different on this one, my friend. I have Ohio State minus 16 and uh, a half. I got Wisconsin plus 16 and a half. I knew we had different uh, on this one. I just like this Wisconsin team. I think they can muck up this game. Like, I think Ohio State is a better team, but Wisconsin is so slow and ugly and run the ball, limit possessions. I just feel like it's going to be one of those ugly games where they win like 27 17. I've seen Wisconsin have some ugly games themselves. I'm taking Ohio State because they're a better team. I, this, uh, every time I've watched this Ohio State team, I've ended up like turning off the TV. Because yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe that's also why I'm betting on Wisconsin. You haven't seen enough of Ohio State? No, I just like one 
to watch a football game and not have to turn off the TV. Ohio State's been blowing people out. I know. I, they have the 30s and 40s. I don't think they've had a game under 28 points this year. I can tell you really quick. Like, I have how two many, minutes. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, I really don't think so. Like, what's their closest? Was Michigan their closest game? No, that was 50. Do you know what the final score was? Like 56 25. 56 to 17. Okay, that might be one no, of no, their no, closer no, no. games. The closest game was 11 to Penn State. Okay. But I think Penn State had a late comeback. Yeah, that's right. Late. T- it was like 28 to 7. So I, th- basically, their closest game. Like, let me read these scores really quick and then we'll move on. And I'm not going to say who they're against because it doesn't really matter, right? Like, it's they beat Wisconsin 38 to 7. I'll say that. Um, they, they, I'll just say something. 42 to nothing against Cincinnati, who's a top 25 team. 51 to 10, 67 to 5, 48 to 7, 34 10 against ranked Michigan State, 52 to 3 against Northwestern, 73 to 14 against Maryland, 56 to 21 against Rutgers. The two closest games basically were at Penn State where they were up by 20 and Wisconsin where they won 38 to 7. All right, fair and they enough. Beat Michigan, the Michigan Wolverines who are a top 20 team, 56 to 26. Jesus. All right, last game. Last game, best game of the week. You have the SEC Championship, the game that has the most playoff implications probably. You have two teams that are in the playoffs right now. Number two, LSU versus number four, Georgia. Um, And I'm taking Georgia plus seven and plus seven. I'm taking Georgia plus seven as well. We've only gone against each other on one bet. Yeah. Uh, I I think they might win. I mean, I think LSU might win, though. I think LSU wins this game, but I think it's going to be a close SEC-style football game. Uh, 35 to 31. Yeah, um, oh, you give a score. This first one, thirty-six to thirty. That's covering. Um, what's really interesting to me about this is, of course, you have the one loss mm-hmm. Utah Utes, the one loss Utes, the one loss Baylor, one loss Oklahoma, one loss Georgia. Well, there's I, I there's a reason oh, okay. I didn't say them yet. If Georgia becomes a two-loss team but has a really close game against an undefeated LSU, it's going to be really interesting to see what the committee does because it's really hard. It's I, I mean, we're not in the committee, and I, we can make assumptions. But I'm sure this is going to be a big discussion is we have three one-loss teams that are at five, six, and seven. Yeah. Right? What is that? Or we're at five, six, and seven, whatever. There'll be two of them. Oklahoma. Three, yeah. Let's say it's Oklahoma and Utah. One loss in the Big Ten and in the, not the Big Ten, the Big 12 and in the Pac-12. What the fuck do we do? Like with the two-loss team now. Yeah, I think you take them out obviously georgia has to win to be in the playoffs that's why they keep them at four they're just telling them you win you're in you lose you're gonna drop a yeah, spot or two you're gonna drop a see spot. but that's where i get confused is why not put like utah at four if they're at five and say you win you're in because they don't they think that georgia's a better team they're telling georgia your one loss is okay so like they're saying if you win and utah wins you're still gonna be yeah in you're there. still good yeah yeah but so all right, I guess what's your prediction? College football playoffs. I don't care about the seeding really. I think it's Utah, Clemson, LSU, Ohio State. Nothing exciting. All right, I got Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, and Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Basically, three of them are everyone's gonna have basically the same. Yeah, of course. Ohio State because LSU even if they lose they might make it. And Ohio State if they lose they're gonna make it. Correct. Yeah. Clemson will not if they lose. Though. No, no, they're done if they lose. They won't lose though. You never know. We've seen crazier things. Episode 588, George. Um, I got to get going. Sounds good. Had a long day. Fixed my tooth. For anyone that wants to know, you could check us. Check us out on the website. You can check us out on our social media. At George War Sammy for me. At G George War for George. There might be some stories about me losing my tooth. Just got to fix today. Now I got a haircut. A lot of per- big personal day, George. That's a very big personal day for you. Much love. And uh, thanks for listening to episode five. 88 and uh you can visit us at sonsports.com we love you and uh this is sports radio this is sports on tap
And this is Sports Radio. Redefined.